Hello, welcome back to Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver Off-Duty Podcast. I am Michelle Bordeaux, your host and the author of Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver Memoir. I wanted to have this episode regarding another part of my personal life with my mother passing along to heaven with dementia. I just wanted to share this. In addition to my mother passing with dementia, one of my fur children, our baby, passed with dementia 10 months after my mother had taken her last breath. So you know how they say you're meant to go through something maybe for for it to help you what you're going to go through in the future. It was crazy in a way that I was reliving it with my little kitty. Now her name, official name is Baby Sista. But her nickname, a.k.a. is Booty. So when I would say Booty, she would just get excited. Like like she was like a doggy, you know, when you're uh, saying uh, you want to go outside or do you want to bone. Every time I said Booty, if I said baby sister, she just, no, she ignored me. She was a beautiful, sweet, gray tiger kitty. And her personality, she would carry keys. She would carry things. Uh, like uh, I had, I used to crochet and she would carry my yarn. Not just play with it like, you know, like a cat would do a mouse, you know, just hitting from one pot to the other. She would actually carry it, get it on her two, four, I mean, on, on her two paws and very unique, very unique little precious little booty. The good thing is that I can speak about this. I do know that she is in heaven with my mom and all our rest of our fur children in heaven. I just want to share this because it is a real thing. The part with my mother that I discovered was Towards the end, I would serve my mother a... Oh, first of all, I always like to say this uh, with friends that when uh, you meet me at a cafe and we receive our drinks. Cheers. I am sipping on a green tea, orange blossom, hot tea in my pumpkin mug. So cheers, cheers. I'm just going to take a quick sip. And so, again, so when I noticed that my mother, when I would put her dish in front of her, and she, I left it there, just like I usually do, and then I would make mine. I always make my mother her food first, of course, and our fur children. You know, I, I consider myself a mama bear, too. I'm a mama bear uh, second commander, because my mother is the main one, right? <laughs> so I would feed everybody and then I would get my food and ready to sit on the side of mom. Thinking that she would be almost half done with her meal. And I noticed that there was the same food 
in the same place that I placed it on the plate. The utensils were not moved. The drink, the glass was not moved. And I remember, I remember this looking up towards my mom. And she had a bewildered look. A just a look that she didn't know what was going on. So I walked in the room. It wasn't like she did not recognize me. No. But what was she supposed to do with this? What was she supposed to do with the whatever it was on the plate and whatever it was to to put in my hand and the, the glass? I am the type that I research. I If there's something, you know, that I notice on my body or just a, a behavior on one of my pet children's, I Google it. Even before Google, I would actually uh, go to the bookstore and look up a book on it. So I had already read that people with dementia, when it is... A next level, for the worst, of course, they will act that way. They will not know how to eat or drink. It was just something that they would no longer be able to comprehend at that moment. Maybe the next day they would, but it would start. And I remember, oh my God, and that's why I want to share this with you. I experienced this twice. First with my mother, Virginia, and second with baby sister, Booty. I remember I just got the plate, and at the time I was just holding in my tears, oh, believe me, as I am doing right now. And it's been since 2017 that my mom passed, and baby sister, too, around that time. So I was trying to hold in my cry, you know, as I am right now. And I remember that I told my mom, Mom, you're not hungry? And she still had that look. I loved that she did not have the look like, Oh my God, what's happening to me? And why can I, why can I know what I'm doing? No. It was the look like, I don't know. And I said, Okay, how about this? I'm gonna get the. Sp- I'm gonna go and get a spoon from the kitchen because I she had a fork, and I let's see how about I give you a little bit with a spoon, and same thing. She didn't reply. She was just hmm, you know. It was kind of like that deal. I I think it was. I don't remember exactly, but it was something that I could put into a spoon. Maybe I started with the mashed potatoes, and from that moment on. It was, you know, like Mary Poppins, a spoonful of sugar makes the helps the medicine go down. It was a a spoonful of food so my mother can get nourishment. After that moment, my mother never ate by herself again. She was not able to know what she could do with a utensil. So, after that, I remember, okay, so I I fed my mom. And after that meal, you know what I did. Immediately, while washing the dishes, crocodile tears. (laughs) 
not just tears rolling down my cheeks, but it was crocodile tears. I remember that was a, I look at it like a stepping stone because I knew, I don't, I didn't look at it as a boulder that was in my path. It was another stepping stone that I knew that I was going to have to learn something new. How am I going to get my mother to have nourishment? You would think that there would be something, some kind of, you know, uh, for dementia, if they can have an IV or if they can just get something that, no, there's nothing. Uh, That is how the dementia, in my mother's level, in her specific case, and others that uh, they just basically will starve. So, I already read this. So, can you imagine? I already knew what was ahead. So, that day, though, after the crocodile tears, and I, I researched every single mushy type of texture food that I can put in a spoon. That would be safe for my mom. Of course, I waited there until she swallowed it, and she was able to chew. It's just that she was no longer able to comprehend how to get that food in her mouth that was the a blessing I, I i will be honest i was petrified on will my mother just blank out when she has the food in her mouth like it was just on edge i was on edge every single time that my mother had food in her mouth i don't care if it was pudding it was um it was just very terrifying for me but I couldn't show it on my face because I didn't want her to tense up. So I was, you know, just talking like how I am. Like, okay, mom, yeah. And of course, she she was alert. Everything, everything was the same. But I did not want my mother to feel that what the heck is wrong with me that I can't even get food in my mouth. So as far as I know, you know, the, uh, she did not look sad. She was just happy to get food, <laughs> she, honestly. Because my mother, she had the munchies and I, she had me... Uh, giving her ice cream. Oh, uh, she would call me mom. It had nothing to do with the dementia. It's just since I was a baby. She would say, Mom, uh, you're going to the store. Okay, um, I want this flavor ice cream. I want pudding. I want... So it was so hilarious that the first day it was mashed potatoes. I do remember that. I don't remember. I think it was chicken or something. But I, of course, I did not give my mother the chicken. One thing that I, ha- I knew that it was, all had to be mushy because she... Honestly, she was no longer able to even uh, comprehend to like chew like a steak or anything other than mush, basically. So I would do my research on different ways I can make this, the different ways I can make that. I, uh, as far as I remember, I mashed um, avocado with sour cream and cheese and just put a little bit of salt and pepper very light salt my mother I did not uh, cook with salt for her and actually uh, not even for myself so it was but the majority of her meal was mashed potatoes because that's the perfect thing you can add this you can add that you could doctor it up finally one day my mother says um mom can you like not give me any more mashed potatoes oh my god that was hilarious she was like putting her her request in for the menu 
and that she no longer she was tired of mashed potatoes. I'm serious. I put everything in it that I could that was mushy and tasty, but I guess that she was just tired of it. So let's switch to other stuff. I honestly, I don't remember what I did, but this lasted probably about two months. Only two months. So in those two months, my mother did not starve. She actually didn't, although her appetite did start to decrease. So let me get to my kitty. That was the subject that I wanted to say to because I have another podcast spoken about my mother. My kitty. So it's 10 months that my mother passed and she was she was uh, up in years too. And, and no no health problems, anything. And I started to notice that she had the same look while she was looking at her bowl. And I knew she was a senior citizen. And I thought, oh my God, oh my God, is does baby sister have dementia? And she did. She ended up, so the funny thing is, there was some funny parts, just like my mom saying, "I am tired of mashed potatoes. Like, fi- figure it out. Go back to the go back to the kitchen and figure something out." I remember, baby sister, she would look at it, and I knew I would no longer, from that moment on, give her the the chunks or the fillets. It was always pate. Pate is very mushy uh, cat food. So I thought, okay, back to the drawing board, back to the kitchen. And I, I did have a can at that, you know, the first time that she did that of pate and I put it there and she just looked at it. She had a little bit of it and then she just looked at it and walked away. And I'm like, no, baby sister, she loves to eat. I'm like, oh my gosh, the dementia kicked in for her too. I went and I realized after a couple of, of times, I will be honest, I would just go out of the room. And then I would bring back the same plate. And she's like, oh, hi, oh, yeah, thank you. A new, a new, a new plate. She would eat the entire can, but I had to go in and out of the room. Probably, I'm not lying, about 20 times. <laughs> Sometimes I would, she would eat half of the can and it was like 10 times. But I actually would do that. I'm like, okay, maybe I could trick her. And because it was different, of course, you know, with my mother and baby sister. So I would go, okay, okay, that's good, baby sister, mama. Okay, and I would call her mama too. Go out of the room, come back with the same. They just do like a little U-turn and put it there. She would end up finishing it. This uh, lasted, uh, oh my God, probably about, you know, I'm actually just thinking right now. I think about the same amount of time. Yes, about two months. Once it starts, I guess maybe it's two months, you know, uh, where it will start to decrease. Her appetite did start to decrease, so it was less and less and less. And ultimately, she did pass the same way as my mother in my arms. I was, my mother was not in my arms, but I did, I was at her side. And... Um, my baby sister was actually in my arms. So it is a real thing, folks. If you do notice that, again, you know, this podcast is about pet dementia. 
they are huge part of our lives. They are angels from God. That's how, if, if I wouldn't have had them uh, while I was during what, going through my mother, I wouldn't have survived. Maybe my mother would have outlived me. If, but I knew I had God and His help, holy family, and my for children, my cubs, our cubs. So I know that people out there are going through it with their senior pets. And just don't, I guess I like don't get freaked out. Maybe try what I did. You know, try, just have a strategy. This, this is my nature. If I have to fix something, I if I am challenged with something, I go to my, what is it, battlefield board and I strategize. Like, what am I going to do? And I'm going to win and I'm going to fight. So I fought for my mother to get every single nourishment that she could. And same thing with baby sister. And I thought, okay, with her, I can, if if I walked in, the, in and out of the room with the same spoon of mashed potatoes, my, that would not work with my mother. <laughs> she would she would look at me like I was crazy, right? <laughs> so, but with baby sister, it worked. So, of course, I recommend. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a veterinarian. So I, I'm just I just give on what I did and what worked for me and how everybody survived as far as um, in a peaceful way into when they passed. And I am still here. So that is a plus also. <laughs> And my four children that are still here with me too at my side. So I maybe get pate. You know, something that is not so they don't have to work hard. Because ultimately, you know, you don't want them to actually have that, uh, you know, the, the big chunks of food in their mouth. Along with humans too. So this is just my little chit-chat with... Uh, hot tea and I do have my fur children around me and they are taking a nap. I made sure to give them all treats before I start podcasting. <laughs> so that is a, the norm. I have to take care of them first. So I hope that this brings you hope in just when you see the signs and if they are a senior and everything is okay, of course, you know, Make sure that, I'm talking about make sure that, you know, of course, they're healthy. I knew baby sister was healthy. I knew that she was a senior and she was giving the same signs. So I actually had to do what I had to do. So have with that, have a wonderful day. And thank you all of you who are pet parents because the world needs us. There are so many pure souls that need pure love from us so the thing is about us humans we have to just put our ah, what fear aside because we have to be unselfish because when they are no longer here that is we have to live with that until we meet with them again so please go out there and adopt and that that will be just a beautiful blessing to a beautiful beautiful adorable pet make them a pet so ta-ta for now and if you have your mother i always like to say please hug her extra tight for me ta-ta for now my friends